Thanks so much for joining us here on Cranford Radio. My name is Bernie Wagenblast. Today, our guest is Melanie Cecilio. She is the founder and culinary director for Little Fox Kitchen. You'll find them in downtown Cranford on South Union Avenue. Melanie, thank you so much for joining me here on Cranford Radio. Well, good morning. Glad to be here. For those who aren't familiar with Little Fox Kitchen, why don't you tell us a little bit about it, please? Oh, yes, my pleasure. Well, Little Fox Kitchen is a cooking school and event space. We opened 2018 and we were just moving along. We are booking cooking classes. We do also corporate team building events. And then uh, COVID struck and we closed for two years. And now we switched to virtual corporate mm-hmm. team building and we've been doing that last two years but now we've reopened again late last year 2021 for in-person cooking classes oh, and wow. corporate events and we're doing virtual as well so we're doing the whole hit and caboodle <laughs> <laughs> it's great i had a chance to uh visit with you last week in advance of our meeting here uh on the podcast mm-hmm. and I had never really been inside before. So for someone who's not familiar with it, again, describe a little bit of the facilities that you have there. I was pretty impressed with what I saw. Oh, thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. So as you saw, when you walked in, we sit, we sat down at that long dining table. It is a cooking school, but a very homey feeling. I I don't know if you felt that, but. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It, yeah. 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 That's good. You know, you come in, we have prep stations, we call them prep stations, and that's where you cut and prepare and measure the ingredients for the class, and the chef guides you along the way. And when that's all done, you know, we move to those um, stove stations that we had at the back. We had like three stoves there, and people cook with a chef. And when all of that is done, we serve it buffet style. And everyone sits down to that long dining table we had and, you know, people enjoy the meal together. And that's really, really was the concept of Little Fox Kitchen. It's like, you know, you go to a friend's house and you cook together when you have a chef Mm -hmm. and you sit down and you can bring wine and beer. We are BYOB. That's how Little Fox Kitchen is. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I want to talk more about what you have right now. But before we get into further detail about that, let's talk about you a little bit and how you got to where you are today. Um, Was cooking (laughs) something that was always of interest to you? Tell me a little bit about your background, because it is an interesting background. (laughs) Yes, it is. Uh, Well, I grew up in the Philippines. I am Filipina. My mother is Basque uh, Filipina. She has a Spanish heritage, but she was born in the Philippines. She was very much Filipina. And my father was Chinese, uh, Filipino. But I always say fake Chinese because <laughs> he didn't speak the language, but that was his heritage. Mm-hmm. And so I grew up in that home and, uh, you know, we had all different kinds of food as growing up. You know, we had Filipino food, we had Spanish food, and my father loved continental food. And so we grew up with that as well. Cooking was not a career. It was not something that I thought of as a career. I mean, I love cooking. I love food. 
but I was off to law mm-hmm. and like my father, my father was a lawyer, but along the way, you know, I took a divergent path and what happened was I found myself in Switzerland in a hotel school Wow! and I fell in love with it and that really changed uh, my path and I love, you know, I just love the whole idea, the whole concept of food and and people cooking. And so, yeah, and so that's what brought me to this career. Uh, subsequently, I opened a cooking school in the Philippines. That was a long, long time ago. It was called Cooking Basics. Mm-hmm. And we developed recipes for food corporations as well there. So pretty much like what we, we do now. And when I moved here, to the United States, I landed in the Institute of Culinary Education in New York. It's a professional school. I was a chef instructor there teaching recreational cooking classes. And after that, you know, I started to develop recipes and curriculum for other people, building schools for other people, Hudson Table was one of the projects, the bigger projects I did. And uh, right before Lil Fox Kitchen, I also created a program for Homes for the Homeless. This was a culinary program uh, for the residents of Homes for the Homeless. It was a program to train uh, the residents uh, so that they could, you know, seek jobs in the restaurant, in the hospitality industry. So what I did was sort of like condensed cooking school curriculum in a very short course. So it was practical. So I did that. It was very fulfilling. It was one of the most proud uh, projects I did. Mm-hmm. And Little Fox. <laughs> and that's where we landed, uh, landed at the Little Fox Kitchen. And I'm here. Well, you mentioned you opened Little Fox in 2018. And of course, we all know what happened in March of 2020, COVID. And obviously, you could not hold cooking classes in person during COVID. So how did you deal with that period of a couple of years where in-person classes were really not a possibility? Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, you know, I thought then this was going to be temporary. I really didn't know what was going to go, you know, nobody knew uh, Mm -hmm. what was next. What I did was I thought of, okay, grocery delivery service, because we had partnerships with wholesale companies and we got our ingredients wholesale. So I said, okay, I'm going to put it in a box, do a grocery box and do delivery or pickup. We we Mm -hmm. actually, it was a grocery box pickup and we did that. And then it dawned on me like this COVID was going to be a long haul. And by June, I started thinking, oh, what am I going to do now with the cooking classes? Uh, We couldn't do takeout cooking classes. So I thought then, okay, I knew families and friends were connecting through Zoom. I knew that was a platform for the cooking classes. And I said, okay, that's good. We'll do that. But I thought, how do I make it convenient for our students, our clients with the ingredients. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, I'm going to pack it in a box and ship it wherever you are. 
And, and that's what I offered. And I waited. It took a while. I was just thinking of, you know, just people at home wanting to cook with me. And Little Fox Kitchen at that time, we were not well known. We were just, you know, Cranford knew about us, not even everyone, Westfield maybe and the other towns. And when I offer this service, people in Cranford was thinking, I'm not going to do a virtual class. <laughs> it, it, it seems odd. So they were not very keen, I would say. There were some who registered. And yeah, thank you. Thank you. If you're listening, thank you for that. But it did not fly off as I thought it would. But sometimes September companies came knocking at our door and saying, hey, do you do virtual cooking classes? I said yes. And I mean, we start we started from there. It was you know, my story was, and I think I shared this with you. I think one of the first one was Clorox, mm-hmm. uh, which makes Lysol. And yeah, the joke was when they asked for how much does this cost? And I said, oh, it's this and that for the virtual class kit and shipping. And if you'd like to send us two boxes of Lysol, (laughs) (laughs) that would be great. (laughs) Yes, it was precious, precious commodity at the time. Yeah. And then uh, companies, Facebook, Google, Twitter, eBay came calling and and we ship the kits all over the world because their team members were, were scattered all over the world. And that's how we survived for two years. It really did save the company, the virtual team building kits. Amazing. You mentioned Clorox being an initial client. Do you have any idea how these companies, household names, eBay, Google, etc., how they found out about this? Was there just word of mouth? Or did you somehow advertise to reach these people? That's a very good question. We revamped our website and there's an SEO. I don't know if people know what SEO is. It's search engine optimization. And I was focused on that. And I said that we were shipping kits from Palo Alto to London. Palo Alto is a town in California. And I knew that that was headquarters for most of these companies, Facebook and Google, and thought, okay, if I put that in, if they did the search, that would, you know, we'd probably pop up. Oh, very smart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't say that. That's my secret now. It's all out there. Uh, but, but yes, uh, that was it. And I think it was really word of mouth too. I think we're just spread around and. If you Google then uh, virtual corporate team building, we were always on the first page. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Pretty amazing. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we've gotten to a point where people can get back together in person. Mm-hmm. What are you doing today? You're still doing some of the virtual stuff as well as in person at this point? Yes, we're doing both. We're just still doing virtual. Uh, it is a virtual corporate team building. It is focused on corporate. Uh, we don't do it for the public, so it's still corporate. But for our in-person, we have cooking classes and baking classes, and we post them on our website. Um, right now, it's, I think, February to April. Our schedule is there. And we post new schedules every three months or so. 
you know, your listeners and everyone can find our cooking classes on our website. We do private events as well. You could email us at info at littlefoxkitchen.com. Uh, email us if you want to do a private event uh, with us where we could do a cooking party to celebrate your birthday or anniversary. And we continue on to with our corporate in-person events mm -hmm. that still continues. So we were doing both uh, in-person wow. and virtual. Tell me a little bit about these corporate events, the in-person mm -hmm. corporate events in terms of what do they, they the companies come to you saying and what is it that you're able to offer them outside of obviously complete kitchens that they can learn how to cook something and then enjoy eating it afterward? But what's the process of why they want to do these kinds of events? Well, yeah, that's a good question. There, there are many reasons, actually. And I this concept of team building, you know, before it was people gathering around, it was always competition and that bit, you know, since COVID, it really did change that concept of team building. I think more often than not, it's really just for them to get together. Mm -hmm. Sometimes our events, and I ask this question when they come seeking for a corporate team building event, I always say, okay, what do you want to do? Do you want games? We can do games. Uh, do you really want to do team building? Is this very important? Tell me, you know, what the goal is. I always say, what, what is the goal? Uh, because sometimes they just say, you know, we just want to sit back and relax and just have maybe a little activity and we'll do a pasta making maybe and that's it. And all the rest of the food is done and they sit down and, you know, they, wine and dye you no know. we have games as well which is always fun mm -hmm. one of our best-selling programs is called cake shop battle and that's where we provide cake and icing and all these candies and what we do is we divide the team into groups and i tell them okay you're going to pitch me an ad campaign and they use the cake and the icing and the candies and they kind of build sort of like a diorama but that's their material for pitching an ad campaign to me and it's been really really successful and so 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 much fun so much fun because then it doesn't really require any culinary skill mm -hmm. uh, because the cakes are all done it's really just strategizing and, <laughs> and making a mess <laughs> but really I've been so surprised and astonished at the things that they create it's been and it's on instagram if you go to our instagram uh, page you'll see the cakes that they've made the co the companies that have made all these cakes wow wow no it sounds like it would be a lot of fun now let me talk about the other side of the business for the in-person cooking classes that people can sign up for individuals or maybe couples mm -hmm. what are those like do people know ahead of time what kind of a class they're they're going to, whether it's going to be cooking or baking? And is it a particular style of cooking that they're signing up for? Oh, yes, yes. Um, when they register, so when they're registering, they're looking at the website and they can choose the classes that they want to register. And there's a description there. So let's say we have a handmade pasta if you want to make pasta. We list the dishes that they're going to make. Coming in, they do know um, what they'll be 
cooking and preparing. Now, our cooking classes are structured. It's very, very hands-on. I know a lot of people, I get emails. They always ask this question, are we really cooking? Are we really (laughs) prepping? And I say, yes. (laughs) we're not a restaurant you're going to be prepping and cooking the food I guess because I have seen and I've taught in other cooking schools and I've also seen that sometimes it's the chef preparing uh, the dishes but here no in Little Fox it really is you are prepping the students are prepping the clients or the guests are prepping the ingredients but we focus on those that are interesting so it's not Let's say we're going to chop onions. You're not going to chop onions for like two hours. (laughs) (laughs) Thank goodness. Yeah, thank goodness for that. Going to be a lot of crying. (laughs) We don't want people to cry. We don't want people to be sad. (laughs) So we do have some prepping and cutting, but just enough to teach you the skill. And then all the rest is kind of done and prepared for you. We've measured it out so that we can focus on the things that are important, like, you know, making that pasta dough from scratch and rolling and kneading. And how do you do this? Or how do you cook paella? So all the ingredients are there. Some of the onions you've chopped are there, but but the other ingredients are prepared because it's really putting or assembling uh, the paella on the paella pan. That's how we structure classes. And at the end, as I say, everyone, uh, food is served buffet style and then everyone helps themselves and sit down and drink and be merry. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Now, you are not the one who is teaching all this. There are folks that you work with who are chefs and provide the teaching, if if you will, right? Yes, yes. I actually do a lot. Well, when we opened last year, Uh, It was mostly me doing the teaching, not only because we were just starting to to open, but yes, yes, it's me. There are other chefs that come in uh, that teach uh, the cooking class. We have some guest chefs coming in as well for the year. We have some of my colleagues from the Institute of Culinary Education coming in to teach their specialties in the year. We also plan to invite cookbook authors who want to launch or cook from a cookbook that they've published, even if it was like five or even if it was a long time ago. I think talking about a cookbook or launching a cookbook, Little Fox Kitchen is a great space for it rather than in a bookstore, although I love bookstores, <laughs> not not to you know, <laughs> say that's not good. I just think if your readers are there buying your cookbook, if they see you doing a dish or two, I think that would be very, very, very interesting. So, so yes, yes, we have different chefs uh, coming in, cookbook authors, and anyone who, who specialize in, in, in cooking or baking. Wow. Yeah. Let me wrap up by asking a very basic question. It's called Little Fox Kitchen. Any meaning behind the name of the business? <laughs> yes, it's, it's named after a book called Fantastic Mr. Fox, written by Roald Dahl. He's a favorite author. The book was written the year I was born. It's <clears throat> giveaway there. <laughs> uh, but yes, the book actually, well, they say that it was an, it was, a biography of some sort 
of of the author. And I oh. I love the book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's about actually about overcoming adversity. Very good. Yeah. Well, hopefully we have literally whet the appetite of our listeners <laughs> to what you are doing. You can check the show notes where you will find links to uh, not only the website for Little Fox Kitchen, but also the Instagram page. So you can check that out and uh, become even more interested in in what Melanie offers. Melanie, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. Oh, thank you so much, Bernie. Thank you for this opportunity. It was so great talking to you again, again. (laughs) 